0: Hey, Peter here. Since a lot of churches have been canceling their services, we've recorded
1: our own Lenten service for this Wednesday, and uh, we'll continue to be recording as long as our church isn't in session. And uh, we're still figuring out how we're going to post them online, but for this week, uh, here is our Wednesday Lenten service. Good evening. Thank you for joining us this evening. At this uh, trying and interesting time, we are reminded that uh, the Lord God is our strength and our shield, and the best way to consider ourselves and our place in this is to consider ourselves according to the word of God. And so welcome to you, our listeners today. God be with you. Amen. O Lord, open my lips. And And my mouth. i que... Christ, have mercy, O Lord, have mercy.
0: Our first reading for this evening comes from the book of Leviticus, chapters 15 and 16. Every bed on which the one with the discharge lies shall be unclean, and everything on which he sits shall be unclean. And anyone who touches his bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. And whoever sits on anything on which the one with the discharge has sat shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. And whoever touches the body of the one with the discharge shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening." And if the one with the discharge spits on someone who is clean, then he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. Thus you shall keep the people of Israel separate from their uncleanliness, lest they die in their uncleanliness by defiling my tabernacle that is in their midst. The Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, when they drew near before the Lord and died. And the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron your brother not to come at any time into the holy place inside the veil, before the mercy seat that is on the ark, so that he may not die. For I will appear in the cloud over the mercy seat. But in this way Aaron shall come into the holy place, with a bull from the herd for a sin offering, and a ram for a burnt offering. He shall put on the holy linen coat, and shall have the linen undergarment on his body, and he shall tie the linen sash around his waist, and wear the linen turban. These are the holy garments. He shall bathe his body in water, and then put them on. The second reading comes from the book of Titus, chapter 3. by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that having been ju- being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. We continue with the sermon for this evening. In the name of Jesus, amen. Tonight, we consider and continue our Lenten sermon series on holy baptism. In prior weeks, we have discussed how baptism is a saving flood, which drowns the old Adam, drowns the devil, drowns our own hard heart, and delivers us from the clutches of our enemy. The word baptism comes from the Greek word baptizo, which literally means to wash. We heard from the book of Titus uh, just prior to this that baptism is a washing which is poured out richly through Jesus Christ our Savior. Tonight we consider how baptism as a lavish washing further comforts us in our understanding of holy baptism. We also consider how the Old Testament ritual washings of the high priest and the people of israel that we heard from leviticus relates to our washing in god's word and water where we become a royal priesthood what is the purpose of washing well it's to make something that is dirty or unclean clean again we wash our favorite things our cars our pets our dishes and hopefully ourselves. Now, obviously we probably all know that, because in recent days we have heard a lot about washing our hands and other sanitary practices, and rightly so. As we fight to maintain a sterile environment in our own lives, both at home and at work, it is easy to see how great of a challenge that is. We live in a dirty world, you could say, an unclean world, and we're prone to get dirty. The new car will pick up dirt, my hands will pick up germs, time to wash again and again and again. Our external need to consistently wash our hands and everything else is a reflection of a much greater need. That is our internal need to be washed. For humanity is dirty, And rotten to our very core our human nature what makes us human is tainted with sin we are filled with evil desires whether it be looking out for number one which would be me myself and I panicking to the point of neglecting our neighbors need at a time of crisis or the evil thoughts and hatred that we hold in our heart against our least favorite politicians at the moment Add on the anxiety we are all feeling right now with the global pandemic that's going on. We're all weighed down with worry, and it is not hard to see that we are sinners in a sinful world. On a daily basis, and almost it seems on an hourly basis, with 24-hour news coverage of a global pandemic, we are reminded that the wages of our sin is death. This virus that's currently going around the world is similar to 9-11. It's another sobering reminder that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. Humanity is mortal. We will all die. Technology and medicine, though gifts from God, are not 100% foolproof and cannot prevent sin from running its course. We are not as in control as we would like to be. We are a church in a world full of sinners. You and I are included in this. And we need to be washed and cleansed because of our sin. We need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ now, just as we needed it last week when life seemed, well, normal, just as humanity has needed it from the very beginning of time since the fall into sin in the Garden of Eden. The gospel is God's saving work for you, that God loves you and saves you and washes you so that you are clean, that while you were still a sinner, Christ, the very Son of God, died for you, that his death paid that penalty for your sin, and his resurrection promises new life to you. That you may be a son and daughter of God, that God gives you a new identity. And this happens, first of all, through your baptism, but it continues throughout your life as a Christian. In the first reading tonight, we heard how those who were unclean were to wash themselves. This uncleanliness was not simply a physical condition or position, it had spiritual consequences. When a Jew was ritually unclean, they were unclean before God. The the last part of the reading talks about how the high priest would wash himself before entering the Holy of Holies with the holy garments on. The Holy of Holies is where God dwelt in the Old Testament. The washing that the priest would go through was an exterior act which had spiritual implications. The high priest was to be clean before the holy God. That God in the Old Testament is the same God that you and I call Father. We also must be clean before the holy God. And due to our sin inherited from Adam, due to the sins that we commit, both outwardly and in our minds, and due to those good things that we don't do, we can never present ourselves by our own works as clean. We try to wash ourselves, but we're not clean before God by having a perfect church attendance, and we're not clean before God by even saying our prayers every night. We only need to look in the mirror of God's law, the Ten Commandments, to recognize that we we daily sin much and deserve nothing but punishment. We're dirty. We must be cleaned, and we cannot do it ourselves. We have to be washed by someone else. And what great news our baptism is in the midst of our dirtiness, that Jesus Christ is the one through whom we are washed. As St. Paul says in Ephesians, and Titus says in chapter 3 that we heard tonight, um, he is the one through whom the lavish waters flow. Jesus Christ is our Savior and our Redeemer. He brings living waters to our dying world. When a sinner is washed in baptism, he is washed by Jesus, by his Lord. Though the human hands of a pastor may perform the baptism, our Lord is the one who scrubs us clean by his word. We also are washed daily as we hear God's law and gospel, as we turn from our sin and receive God's gracious declaration of, you are forgiven for the sake of Christ. This is the life of a Christian. God gives us this great gift of baptism with water and word to comfort, to save, to clean, and to guide. The lavish washing which the Apostle Paul writes to Titus about is a washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit. Baptism with God's word and water is an external washing with internal implications similar to the washing of the high priest in Leviticus. It has spiritual consequences. Your dirty heart is washed clean. Your sins, both inherited from Adam and the sins that you actually commit, are washed away. The anxiety that you feel, God takes it on himself, and he gives the comfort and hope in his word. That in the face of a global pandemic, while the world runs about in a frenzy, you have the hope of eternal life. The triune God comes into you by the Holy Spirit, and that gives the Christian life. It drowns our original sin, our old man, our sinful nature, and a new man arises. A new man is regenerated. It's like our generator back at our home in Indiana. When the power goes out, one must only wait a few seconds before the generator kicks in and the lights turn on. What a greater reality is our spiritual regeneration which brings life to a dead man or woman who is dead because of sin, that we actually come alive spiritually alive and we're renewed. So although you or I may be restricted in our travel, in our leisure, in our social life, we may be quarantined at our home for a time, we may feel like we're not really living the Christian can confidently be reassured that he or she is alive in Christ forever and that spiritually alive is the greatest living that we could ever do. That the eternal God by the Holy Spirit dwells within you and he will never leave you or forsake you. This washing has cleaned you and made you holy. This is a deep clean So that you, like the high priest, after being washed, may step before the holy God clean. You may cry out to God in this time of uncertainty and fear, and he will hear you. Remember, the curtain separating God and man in the temple in Jerusalem was torn in two when our Lord Jesus Christ died. God hears our prayers as a father hears dear children. There is no social distancing between you and God because Christ is your mediator and your brother. More than that, the Holy Spirit resides within you. The same Spirit that descended on Jesus in the Jordan River descends upon you and resides in you in your baptism. Jesus Christ washes you clean with his very own blood. Dear Christian, you have been generously washed by God. You have been cleaned. You have been given a white garment, similar to the garments that the holy the, the high priest put on as he went into the Holy of Holies. You have been given a white garment of salvation, the one that we so often hear of in the book of Revelation. Out on the bulletin board in Trinity's Northex. I put up a picture of a baptismal garment that my son, Isaiah, wore after his baptism. This physical cloth represented a spiritual reality that occurred in Isaiah's baptism. This too is why at Trinity, in our funeral services, we use a funeral pall, a white or gold cloth that covers the casket that covers the dear saint who has fallen asleep in Jesus alive with Christ forever. The significance of using the funeral, Paul, is that the baptismal garment covers even in death, because Christ covers you even in death. And when we are awakened at the resurrection of all flesh, we shall be presented before God in holiness and purity on account of Christ and his work. This washing is a gift, a gift God generously pours out on all people. Christ told his disciples in Matthew 28 to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. There is no one, no one excluded from the invitation and the gift of baptism, whether it is a baby, a teenager, a young person, an old person, a Caucasian or Hispanic, even you. God desires all mankind to be saved, to be brought to the waters of holy baptism, and to be washed by the Holy Spirit in water and word. And that includes you. If you have a desire to be baptized, if you want to learn more about what the Bible says about baptism. We're here at Trinity. We'll answer the phone. We'll even talk to you if you come into the office, even during this time of uncertainty, during this pandemic. We want to share God's gifts with you, baptism being one of those beautiful gifts. So the next time you wash your hands, the next time you sanitize those doorknobs or dishes, be reminded of the greatest washing your washing, one of water and word, where your Lord washed you clean, taking your sin and your anxiety, your worry and your fear, taking death itself all unto himself, and how one day he will present you before his Father and your Father, clean, renewed, and regenerated, a royal priest of the Most High God, One who can go forth even today loving their neighbor with every fruit of the Spirit because God in Christ has loved you first. To conclude, Martin Luther said it so well in the final stanzas of our first hymn we've sung tonight. And I'd like to read those last two stanzas for you. O Christian, firmly hold this gift and give God thanks forever. It gives the power to uplift in all that you endeavor. When nothing else revives your soul, your baptism stands and makes you whole, and then in death completes you. So use it well. You are made new. In Christ, a new creation. As faithful Christians, live and do within your own vocation until that day when you possess his glorious robe of righteousness bestowed on you forever. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We continue with the Apostles' Creed
1: From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let my cry come to you. In the day of my trouble, I call upon you.
0: For you answer me.
1: Hide your face from my sins. And blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God. And And renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. And take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And uphold me with a willing spirit. Because your steadfast love is better than life,
0: My lips will praise you.
1: For you have been my help. And in the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth.
0: Unite my
1: heart to fear your name. I give thanks to you, O Lord, my God, with my whole heart. And I will glorify your name forever. May all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those
0: who love your salvation say evermore, God is great.
1: Save your people and bless your heritage. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer.
2: Listen to my plea for grace. God loves me dearly, grants me salvation.
1: have mercy, O Lord, have mercy, O Christ, hear us, God the Father in heaven, have mercy, God the Son, Redeemer of the world,
0: have mercy,
1: God the Holy Spirit, have mercy, be gracious to us, spare us, good Lord, be gracious to us, help us, good Lord, from all sin, from all error, from all evil, from the crass and assaults of the devil from sudden and evil death from pestilence and famine from war and bloodshed from sedition and from rebellion from lightning and tempest from all calamity by fire and water and from everlasting death
0: good lord
1: deliver us by the mystery of your holy incarnation by your holy nativity by your baptism, fasting and temptation, by your agony and bloody sweat, by your cross and passion, by your precious death and burial, by your glorious resurrection and ascension, and by the coming of the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. Help us,
2: good Lord.
1: In all time of our tribulation, in all time of our prosperity, in the hour of death and in the day of judgment,
2: Help us, good Lord.
1: We poor sinners implore you to hear us, O Lord, to rule and govern your holy Christian church, to preserve all pastors and ministers of your church in the true knowledge and understanding of your wholesome word, and to sustain them in holy living, to put an end to all schisms and causes of offense, to bring into the way of truth all who have erred and are deceived, to beat down Satan under our feet, to send faithful laborers into your harvest, and to accompany your word with your grace and spirit. We adore you, to hear us, Lord. To raise those who fall and strengthen those who stand, and to comfort and help the weak-hearted and the distressed. We. to give to all peoples concord and peace, to preserve our land from discord and strife, to give our country your protection in every time of need, to direct and defend our president and all in authority, to bless and protect our magistrates and all our people, to watch over and help all who are in danger, necessity, and tribulation, and to protect and guide all who travel to grant women with child and mothers with infant children increasing happiness in their blessings, to defend all orphans and widows and provide for them, to strengthen and keep all sick persons and young children, to free those in bondage and to have mercy on us all.
2: We implore you to hear us, good Lord.
1: To forgive our enemies, persecutors and slanderers, and to turn their hearts, to give and preserve for our use the kindly fruits of the earth, and graciously to hear our prayers.
0: We implore you to hear us, good Lord.
1: Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God,
0: we implore you to hear us.
1: Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world,
0: have mercy.
1: Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Grant us your peace. O Christ, hear us. O Lord, have mercy. O Christ, have mercy. O Lord, have have mercy. mercy. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, do not deal with us according to our sins,
0: Do not reward
1: us according to our iniquities. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, you desire not the death of a sinner, but rather that we turn from our evil ways and live. Graciously spare us those punishments which we by our sins have deserved, and grant us always to serve you in holiness and pureness of living. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, your mercies are new every morning, and though we deserve only punishment, you receive us as your children for all our needs of body and soul. Grant that we may heartily acknowledge your merciful goodness and give thanks for all your benefits and serve you in willing obedience through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Almighty and God, Heavenly Father, give us grace to trust you during this time of illness and distress. In mercy, put an end to the pandemic that afflicts us. Grant relief to all those who suffer and grant comfort to all who mourn sustain all medical personnel in their labors, and cause your people ever to serve you in righteousness and purity forever, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 I thank Thank you, my Heavenly Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, The Lord bless us and defend us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Oh, Us. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Questions, thoughts, concerns? You can contact us on Facebook at facebook.com clericalairspodcast On Twitter at clericalheirsp for podcast or email us at feedback at clericalairs.org. Thanks for listening to Clerical Airs. See you next time.